So a personality, a personal brand is really a collective uh, identity built off those four things, your ideas, your expertise, your message, your personality, and all of this forms your, your, your personal brand, which is more like a modern day way of saying your reputation. So in the same way that we are careful about how we build our reputations, it's the same thing with a personal brand. Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hi there. Welcome to the show. Today, this episode is sponsored by my coming workshop called Position to Thrive Workshop. If you want to learn the pricing strategies, the psychology of it, and the pricing tires of your program and service, also the value pricing concept and application tool, so then you can price your program and service correctly, plus to help you further in position you in the marketplace, become that market of one choice for your audience. We're also going to show you the three business stories you must tell to stand out because we truly believe that price with honor and respect. We should hold the proper value perspective for both our clients and ourselves. And that is a good stewardship. We also want you to be able to present and connect with confidence. We present our message, value, and methodology excellently. So you will be able to create profits with integrity. If you can resonate with this, please go to powerofoneframework.com slash workshop. Again, that's a powerofoneframework.com slash workshop. Then there you can choose either in July 22nd or July 23rd, depends on your time zone. Better yet, this workshop is one of the lowest price workshop I ever host. It's only 88 US dollars. Yeah, you heard that right. $88, you will walk away with a story done with your pricing in place. But it's a limited time offer and it is live workshop. So please go to powerofoneframework.com forward slash workshop or make sure you go to show note. This workshop also is everything to do with today's guest you about to hear. Today, I have a very special guest and we also have a surprising announcement we're going to make. Now, today's guest is my good friend and also a leader in personal branding business, Mike Kim. We're going to talk about his coming book. And at the time of releasing this episode, it's literally the launch day of the book. And why I'm so excited about book? Just wait a moment. I'll let you know. The book called You Are the Brand, the eight-step blueprint to showcase your unique expertise and build a highly profitable, 
personally fulfilling business. The reason why I am so excited about Mike's book, there are a couple of reasons. One, I feel like we have so much misconception about personal brand-based business. And I'm so glad his book is finally here to solve this problem and beyond. Second of all, for you guys, my fellow Christian entrepreneurs, kingdom leaders, now I have a very powerful model can introduce you guys to. And it's not a theory because it's been a proven process for big brand like John C. Maxwell, which is my uh, leadership mentor, to small business owner like me. And this process also is challenges to have a higher standard of authenticity and integrity. And so much so that I feel aligned with it, I actually that felt God strongly led me to get certified by Mike, become one of his very first 12 certified experts and represent Christian entrepreneurs, partner up with him in this crazy ride because our ultimate goal is to get you, my kingdom leaders and coaches, consultants, speakers, to stop hiding and have a clear path to get you a light, shine even brighter via building the personal brand business. Okay, so before we go further, let me introduce you Mike Kim, if you don't know about him just yet. Mike is a brand strategist for business thought leaders, coaches, and authors who want to create impact with their ideas and get their message heard. His refreshing approach had made him a sought-after speaker, online educator, and consultant for top thought leaders like John C. Maxwell, Donald Miller, and Daniel G. Amon, MD. His clients, including New York Times best-selling authors and other experts from PBS, Tech, CNN, and Fox. Now, Mike has been featured in and written for Inc. Entrepreneur and the Huffington Post. He's also a host of the top-rated and ranked podcast, The Brand You Podcast. He has spoken at industry-leading events, including Social Media Marketing World, Tribe Conference, and Podcast Movement. In today's episode, I ask hard questions, such as what set him apart from others out there teaching about personal brand-based business. As we know, there are so many people out there are teaching seemingly the same thing. And I'm sure you guys, when you go to maybe Clubhouse or somewhere else, you know, some conversations, okay, but some conversation, I don't know, uh, when I heard about it, it kind of made me sick in my stomach. Second question I asked him is, uh, us Christian entrepreneurs, how can we build our personal brand without appearing or sounding like full ourselves? Because I, I got asked this question all the time. And the third that I asked him to walk us through of these three out of the eight steps, the process to build that profitable and impactful personal brand. Excited? I hope so. Now, let's check with Mike. Welcome back, Mike. I am honored to be here, Kelly. I'm honored to be in front of your audience and everyone who's tuning in today. I hope to add some value to everyone today. Well, you always do. So, uh, you know, Today, we really want to talk about you are the brand that 
the A-step blueprint to showcase your unique expertise and build a highly profitable, personal fulfilling business. And I'm so, so excited about this book for two main reasons. Because one that, you know, we have so much misconception about personal brand-based business. And I'm so glad your book is finally here and can solve the problem and beyond. And second, secondly, for my fellow Christian entrepreneurs and coaches and leaders, now I finally have a powerful model to introduce to you guys. And, and the best is, is not theory. Because it works, it's a proven process for big brand that John C. Maxwell, you guys all know about, to small business owner like myself. And it's also challenge to a higher standard of authenticity and integrity. And so much so, I kind of made a, a small announcement. I'm so excited that I'm honored to be certified by Mike and also and partner with him uh, with this crazy ride because our ultimate goal is to get you to build your personal brand and so you can even shine a brighter light in the marketplace. So Mike, now for a moment, I'm going to play a bad person to ask you some questions. Sure. And I hope I don't put you on the spot. And then if I do, well, <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question is, what sets you apart from others out there teaching personal brand? You know, because my goodness, even you go to Clubhouse, there are so many rooms talk about it. And some are okay. Some really, if I listen to it, it made my stomach sick. So, mm. so please answer that question. Yeah, so this is a great lead-in because um, what makes me different is, and this is not to be a, a, a facetious answer, what makes me different is me. And this is what I teach in the book. This is what I've taught for many, many years, that your personal brand is, is an identity. You already have one in the marketplace, in your ministry. You have a reputation. And now this phrase, Kelly, gets thrown around a lot these days, personal brand. What is it? Everyone's using this phrase, and it can mean 10 different things to 10 different people. So the way that I look at a personal brand is it is a public identity that is based on or it's a public identity that's composite of your expertise, your ideas, your message, and your personality. It's all of these things jammed together. So if we look at a well-known speaker, mega church pastor, you name it, sometimes we like what they say, but we don't like their personality, correct? Right? Correct. They're, oh, they're preaching the gospel, but we don't really like their personality. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there, it's a sin to not like someone's personality. It just doesn't meet, necessarily match with your, your own personality. Or... We see someone who's speaking, you know, I, I grew up like this in church and, um, you know, we'd have like younger people preach for the first time ever, right? We're giving them a chance. And clearly they don't have a lot of expertise because they're like 16 years old. I think I was 19 the first time I ever spoke a message. Um, I clearly didn't have a lot of life expertise at that age, but people liked my personality. So they were like, okay, we like Mike. We, he's, he's good at what he does. So a personality, a personal brand is really a collective uh, identity 
built off those four things, your ideas, your expertise, your message, your personality, and all of this forms your, your, your personal brand, which is more like a modern day way of saying your reputation. So in the same way that we are careful about how we build our reputations, it's the same thing with a personal brand. And then when we talk about creating an identity, or as I talk about in the book, a business around it, as I talk with ministry leaders about this, you know, what is the identity that you shape uh, in the marketplace? That's when we then get really, really technical about stuff. Now, yes, what makes me different? It's my story. And, and, you know, we can get into that. It's my background. It's my, it's all of those four things. That's the, those are the four things that people cannot copy. They can't copy my, they can copy my ideas. They can't copy my expertise. They can't copy my personality. They can't copy, you know, who I really am. And in this world of personal branding, sometimes, sometimes the messenger is even more important than the message. And it's a paradox right? It's a paradox. Um, so uh, it's a funny world that we live in. And that's what the book helps us unpack. I really love what you say about that four things, because that also solve a big problem. It's comparison game, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's so easy to fall into that and so easy to also feel like okay, I'm not good. I I'm maybe not good enough, or uh, I am in a industry mm-hmm. full of competition, and so how can I stand out? That type of things. So yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I mean that it's and it's one of the things I talk about in the book. The the thing that really helps you stand out is number one, actually having a point of view on something. And this is really hard for a lot of us, especially as believers, to embrace, right? Because much of the time, we abdicate our or, or relegate our point of view and quote, I'm going to get a little dangerous here, scripture mm-hmm. instead and hide behind that. Now, I went to seminary. So here I have a master's in biblical literature. A lot of people don't know this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You didn't know this. I went to ATS, Alliance Theological Seminary in Nyack, New York. I went there and I have a master's in biblical literature. I took Greek, the whole deal. And we tend as believers, whether in business or ministry, whatever it is, we tend to abdicate our point of view. We, we, we give it away. Right. And we strip our point of view of its power. And we quote scripture instead, or we quote someone else, some preacher instead or whatnot. And we don't realize that just because you quote scripture doesn't mean that everyone's on the same page as you, because the same verse can be interpreted 10 different ways from 10 different people. This is why seminaries exist. There are theological debates on what a passage really means, what a a verse really means, what um, all of these doctrines really mean. So, I stopped quoting scripture uh, and I practiced sharing my point of view, even if it were in ministry context. Now, I wouldn't say that I was right. I would say to folks, I don't want to be right. I want to get it right. Um, But here's my point of view on this subject. And that's really the heart of starting a personal brand or, or being intentional about your personal brand. Um, 
I have folks who ask me all the time. So what do you feel about, you know, the end times or what is your opinion on this? And if I argue as if I'm totally right, I know I'm not totally right. People have been trying to argue this stuff for centuries. I, I don't figure it out. So um, to just kind of tie a bow on that, one of the most powerful things I think that I did, and, and it kind of shocks people, I work with a lot of ministries and missionaries and church planners uh, till this day. And in one of my workshops early on years ago, uh, we were working on the messaging and forming a point of view. And I said to everybody in the room who were obviously all Christians, I said, okay, guys, give me your vision statement. Here's the only rule. No Christian language. And my gosh, Kelly, you, that, they looked at me like I was crazy. I mean, what? I was like, yeah, your kingdom come, your will be done is not a vision statement. It doesn't say anything. It doesn't say it. So we're hiding behind these verses. And what is your point of view? Where do you want to see the kingdom come? Who do you want to help to usher in the kingdom to come to? Right. And, and we started digging down into that. So I think it really starts with the point of view. Wow. I really love that. You know, can you guys feel why I'm so excited about this? <laughs> and now that is actually a perfect uh, leeway to our next question. You know, mm -hmm. if you're watching video, please forgive, Mike. I don't know what yeah, I, was doing. I was plugging in my computer. My, my, <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't plug it. Yeah. Well, but this is as, as real as we can, as you guys yeah. can see. Mm -hmm. So that is a perfect leeway to the next question of, I got asked so often. So Kelly, well, as Christian entrepreneurs, that how can we build a personal brand without sounding or look like we are so full ourselves? Ah, uh, Okay. So this is, this is, you know, Christian entrepreneurs, um, even folks who are in ministry, those words and marketing, like, don't mix. <laughs> 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 Mixing, like, these two words is like trying to get oil and water to get along, right? And at first, they seem like they're completely separate concepts. And... When I was in vocational ministry, most of my young adult life I spent in vocational ministry. Actually, I was in vocational ministry longer than I've even been a layperson and in business. So a lot of these things are deeply rooted in me, right? And even when I was doing good things um, in, in ministry or even in business today, I desperately wanted to get word out about what God was doing. I desperately want to get word out about this book. So I'm very grateful to be here again. I'm desperately, you know, uh, desperately want to get word out about all the good things he's doing in, in the lives of people I know. My heart was genuine. It wasn't about money. It wasn't even about fame. I'm not actually a limelight kind of guy. This is a struggle for me, right? It was really about impact, right? And because I knew that what I was doing was really helping people, the church, my, 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 mini my ministry, my business, whatever. And I think where this all comes down to, where this question gets rooted is that we don't want to be labeled a certain way. And when it comes to our faith, right, um, sure, we don't want to be seen as pushy or pestering. But the worst thing is for people to say that we are prideful. And you said it full of ourselves, right? The last thing a Christian really wants, you can say I'm a sinner because I already know I'm a sinner, yeah. right? <laughs> you, can, you can say all these other things. You should be nicer and more patient. Okay, fruits of the spirit. Yes, I need it. 
But when someone says, you are full of pride, brother, that hurts. It, that's the last thing I want. It's almost like we'd be rather labeled sinful or, or rather than just prideful. We don't want to be labeled egocentric or arrogant. I hate that word. Self-promoting. So I didn't, I didn't quote unquote market my ministry. I felt like God would promote our ministry in his timing. God would promote my business in his timing. And this is a safe spiritual assumption, right? But after all these years, I see things in a different light, right? And I do not think I've become more self-promotional or spammy or sketchy or anything, but I just think that I've become more healthy in my outlook on this. So I think that there is a balance between God's promotion and self-promotion, right? And it's tough to balance. Now, as a business leader speaking to my fellow entrepreneurs here on the show, um, in business, the objective is clear. We want to increase exposure. We want to raise profits. We want to gain market share. Business is competitive, right? So there's not actually as much tension there when we look at the business, like Chick-fil-A and Hobby Lobby, they have no problem with marketing, right? Um, they're a Christian-founded business built on kingdom principles, but they still market. They still want as many people to come into their restaurants or to their stores as possible. Ministry is different, and this is where it gets a little weird for us because we go to church on Sunday. Many of us are involved in our home churches, right? We're involved in leadership volunteer positions, right? And um, when it comes to ministry, we're all supposed to be on the same team. So this idea of competition, not pride, competition runs counter to the concept of ministry, right? And so I've always thought it weird when pastors would complain that that church is stealing our members. Dude, aren't we all on the same team? We, there's millions of people in the city. Are we really going to fight over the 32 people that went from your church to my church or vice versa? Right. I've seen pastors get in, get upset with each other because one conference is, you know, too close to their conference and things like that. Right. And it's 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 a little weird. But let me wrap this up by saying, what if marketing and business, what if promotion between your promotion and God's promotion involved you just doing what you can do and God only doing what he can do? And what if this whole time? We've had the wrong competitor in mind. <laughs> you know, for years, my, my perspective was warped, right? I had the wrong market, quote unquote, and the wrong competitor in mind. The mighty revelation for me was my competitor is the enemy. It's not other churches. It's not other ministries. It's not even other businesses. It's the enemy. The enemy, Satan, he is shameless in doing everything he can to get people's eyes, ears, hearts, minds, and souls. He, he never stops marketing. He will, <laughs> use any, he will use any and every means necessary. And, it, you know, he, he, he doesn't care, right? And um, it also doesn't help that we are, you know, kind of naturally at heart a sinner. All he needs to do is let us be ourselves, right? And we do a pretty good job sometimes of being bad without any additional help, right? But you are doing great things. You as a Christian entrepreneur are doing great things. You're creating workspaces and cultures built on kingdom principles. You are leading through humility and servanthood. You are leading through patience and through the fruits of the spirit. And when you mess up, because you will, and we all do, 
you lead with a heart of repentance and you lead with a heart of owning what you've done. So you've read, uh, you know, you've written, let's say a, a great book that can help married couples overcome adultery, or you recorded a worship album that calms people's emotions, right? Or you planted a, a, a ministry or a mission that provides clean water for these third world, you know, remote villages, but you're afraid to tell people about it. They need our voice, my friends. They, they, you know, Kelly, your people need your voice. My people need my voice. There are people that need our businesses. There are people that need our ministries. And I'll say this. I know, I know, I know I'm going along here. There, you, you are uniquely qualified to meet a certain type of need in a very particular place for a certain type of person. And God has chosen you to do it. He's chosen you to do it. You're uniquely qualified to meet a certain type of need in a very particular place for a certain type of person. And God chose you. It's not time for us to shut up or shut down or even apologize for it, especially when our competitor, the enemy, uh, is doing everything he can to distract people. So that's kind of my spiel on that. <laughs> that was a long winded rant, but I hope that really helped because that, that was from the core. That's truly what I believe. Can you guys tell that he was a pastor before? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it seems that I, I just got into a church service, you know, yeah. Sunday or something. <laughs> that was awesome. So because um, I'm really conscious about time. So Mike, so can you maybe show us, I know you told about eight steps, right? And uh, uh, we surely are putting a show note everywhere to let you guys know where you can get a book. Uh, can you tell us maybe three out of eight steps? How can we then we really build, build this personal brand and to create a more impact in the world that God has called us to? Yeah, I'm going to start with the first three. And I've touched on a little bit of the first one, the point of view. And again, we need a point of view. That's what cuts through the noise. Clearly, I have a point of view. I just shared it for the last 10 minutes just on that on that un uninterrupted rant there. Um, but clearly, I have a point of view. And the point of view is really formed by answering three questions. What makes you angry? What breaks your heart? And what's the big problem you're trying to solve? So for me, when you deconstruct what I just said, you can clearly see what makes me angry is people shutting down and not and the enemy stealing people's attention in their hearts, right? That makes me upset. What breaks my heart is that we have a whole group of people chosen by God to do wonderful things. And they are under this false um, oppression of pride. They feel like they are, they're being prideful. And that shame and that guilt is not real. It's not necessary. It doesn't, it's not warranted. And that breaks my heart because people who really need your help are not going to hear about you, right? So the big problem I'm trying to solve is to help people get their message out there, to create impact with their God-given ideas, get the message heard and help people. So that's really the point of view. The second step are really personal stories. And if you think about it, we've been sharing personal stories on this entire uh, interview. I've shared a little, you've gotten to know me better. Kelly, you went, oh my gosh, I didn't know you went to seminary. You see that? So even right there, the personal stories are what create context for the content. 
if I just came here and spouted off all that stuff, but you guys didn't really get to know a little bit more about me, it would be meaningless. It wouldn't mean anything. But in this interview, you got to know me better. You knew I went to seminary. You knew I led worship at a church. You know who the clients I've served are. Uh, you know what kind of work I do, right? You've gotten to know quite a bit about me in the last 20 minutes or so. And that's where the personal stories come into play. So whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you founded a company, you founded a nonprofit, you're running a ministry, you're volunteering in a ministry in the off hours, people need to know your story. God wired us in a way to, to tell our personal stories. And when, we, when I talk about business or building a personal brand, I talk about three stories you have to tell. The founder story, the business story, and the customer story. The founder story is why you even chose this line of work. Like what about, you know, in my case, marketing compelled me to get into marketing. The business story is when did my podcast start? When did my consulting business start? That's a different story. And then the customer story is the story of the lives who have been touched through my business. Now, if we look at it at a church, the founder story is, you know, where did the pastor come from? Who is he? Who is she? You know, what's, what's their deal? How do they get called into the ministry? How do they get saved? The organization story is really the, the day the church opened. These are different stories. And then, of course, the, the customer story in, in a church setting is the transformation story, whose lives were changed. So th that's step two. And then step three is a platform. Where do you share this story from? In church, they share it from the pulpit. But in business and in personal branding these days, you can share it right here on a podcast. You can share it on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. Now, a lot of people try to build a platform first. Here's the problem. They haven't worked through the first two steps, so they don't really have anything to say. That's why I'm so big on forming your point of view and your personal stories. Then when you start a podcast or you know, use your social media in an intentional way, you have something to say and people are getting to know you. My goal on every podcast and every week on my social media is for people who see that content to feel like they get to know me a little bit better. That's so powerful. Sometimes we overestimate perfection. We, we overestimate perfection and we underestimate connection. We just want connect. People want connection. And that's really the foundation of the book. After that, it's the business aspects of building a business uh, around these three things. But the first three steps are the most important. Your point of view, your personal stories, and your platform. So as you guys see that it's identity aligned. Therefore, when you are out there to share about your business topic, you are so aligned with, you know, whatever the process God has got, uh, brought you through till that point and the transformation result that you can provide. So, Mike, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today, and we cannot wait to get the book uh, as we are recording this uh, episode at the moment. I haven't got the book yet, so yeah. I'm so yeah. I'm so waiting on to get a physical copy. Yeah, physical but, copy. Yes. Yeah, the I, mean, I, I am got, too. I, they're they're taking forever to to print yeah. this stuff, but <laughs> it's it's in the order. It's in the mail, or it's in the printing press, and. Uh, 
if you guys want to check out the book, it's youarethebrandbook.com. There are some bulk options with some pretty fun bonuses. And I'm partnering with um, a charity that I've supported, a kingdom-based charity uh, called Love 146 um, that has provided care for kids rescued out of the sex trade. They, they really do some great work. And I'm donating a lot of the proceeds uh, to that charity. So um, go to youarethebrandbook.com. All the details are there. And uh, Kelly, I'm, I'm so grateful that you'd have me back here um, to share. And we're going to do some, some fun things together. I can feel it. I can sense it. And for those of you who are listening, um, just, just remember, you are uniquely qualified. And I don't mean that in a prideful sense. I don't mean take pride in that. But take, take, your, take a seriousness and a gravity to the calling that God has given you. Uh, we need to go do this together. This is my part in sharing this stuff. So hopefully uh, what I shared today in the book will resonate with you. And I hope you pick up a copy or two. Well, and I just feel like to say this, guys. It's about stewardship of your gifts. And when you come to stewardship, it's about multiplication. Believe it or not, if we really think about that, that talent, you know, that talent story, that three servant story, it's really about multiplication. So if you are not multiplying your, your fruits, which is from your business, well, you are a little bit selfish out there. I know this is a tough love. <laughs> And therefore, Mike, this book and what we are doing here really is in this season, if not now, then when? If it's not you, then who? So Mike, thank you so much again for this, you know, coming on the show today. And we cannot wait to see more of what you can do. And we do together some fun things in, in this crazy ride. I am grateful. Thank you for having me. And God bless all of you. How have you enjoyed the episode? If you can resonate everything we have said in the episode, please consider to grab a copy of Mike's book, You Are The Brand. You can go to Mike's website called youarethebrandbook.com or you can go to Amazon. Remember the workshop I mentioned from the beginning of this episode? Again, that is powerofoneframework.com forward slash workshop or just go to show note which you can easily go kellybottle.com forward slash podcast. For $88, you can get your pricing in place and communication in place. I think that would be a great investment. I'm looking forward to see you in the next episode and at workshop. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment? Just drop a review on Apple Podcast. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellyballer.com forward slash review. Again, that's kellyballer.com forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com.